Chapter 3 of Helen Lester. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Helen Lester by Pansy. Chapter 3 Brother Fred. Fred Lester looked with jealous eyes on his brother Cleveland. To be sure, this brother was very different from what Fred had imagined he would be. He was kind and pleasant, and didn't try to be Fred's master. But Fred had made up his mind not to like his elder brother, so he didn't. It was a bright Saturday morning, the day which schoolboys always glad to see. But Fred was in trouble. There was to be a grand military parade in the city, and he had counted on being allowed to spend the day there with his father. But business called Mr. Lester in another direction, and he utterly refused to allow his son to go alone. Cleveland came to the library in search of a book, and overheard Fred making a last attempt with his father. But father, couldn't I go with the Fletchers? No, my son, their father is away, and the boys are wilder than you are. Fred bit his lips. Well then, there are the Wilsons. I'm sure I could keep with them. No, no, Fred, don't tease me. I'm sorry, but it really isn't a safe place for boys, hardly for men. So we'll talk no more about it. Cleveland turned towards his father's desk. Could we be trusted together, father? He asked, smiling. Why, Cleveland, I thought you were not going. I believe I have changed my mind. Well then, if you have a mind to look after Fred, I presume he will be glad. Fred was only half glad. To go to the city by himself and to be taken care of like a baby by his brother, he thought, were two different things. But as he very much wanted to go, he decided to make the best of it, so in another hour they were on their way. Cleveland was very pleasant. More than that, he was merry. He chatted and laughed with Fred, sitting back in the carriage and leaving to him the entire management of the ponies. Arrived at the city, he humored every freak of his younger brother, and, after the parade, took him with him to call on the colonel of one of the regiments, who was a friend of his. So Fred had the honor of shaking hands with a real live colonel. Then they took dinner at the Fifth Avenue Hotel, after which they went to the museum, and altogether the day was so full of pleasure that Fred quite forgot to smoke a cigar, as he was learning to do, in which he thought did a great deal towards making a man of him. Quite forgot it until they were riding home in the early moonlight, and then a feeling of respect for his brother, whom he had not seen smoking since his return, kept his cigar in his pocket. Yes, Cleveland had certainly been very kind, but the greatest kindness was to come. Fred had eagerly promised his father that if he might be allowed to go to the city, his Latin lesson for Monday should be learned after he came home. And judging how little he would feel like study after such a busy day, his brother escaped early from the company in the parlor and went to Fred's room. Poor Fred was having a hard time to keep his promise. His eyes would hardly stay open, his head ached, and his thoughts were full of soldiers and martial music and wonderful sights. Is it hard work? asked Cleveland, looking over his shoulder. Hard work? I guess it is. I don't believe this sentence has got a verb in it at all. It's the stupidest, silliest stuff I ever read, anyhow. Cleveland sat down beside him and went patiently over the lesson, giving him only such help as he thought he really needed, but showing him how to help himself. He's a good fellow, exclaimed Fred half an hour later as the door closed upon Cleveland, 
and he flung his books on the table, feeling that his lesson was well prepared. He's a splendid good fellow, anyhow. Worth 50 of Tom Fletcher. How he let me manage those ponies, there's nothing mean about him. I've had a jolly time today, thanks to him. And Fred laid his weary head on his pillow, with his heart full of pleasant thoughts towards his brother Cleveland. Fred was one. End of chapter three.